Welcome to Padmutun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmutun, Hayots Padmutiana Podcaster. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Padmutun. Welcome back, Padiyagak. Padiyagak, I am. Peter Virginia, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Father Tadios Barcera, and I'm here with my friend Peter Hajinia. Yes. And we have another exciting episode today. This is a little different. Yeah, a little different. It's an interesting, it's not quite history, but it has to do with history. It has to do with history. But not like th- thousands of years ago. <laughs> Recent. Recent history. <laughs> but we try to, uh, I think our topics and episodes don't you agree with that we, we try to uh, kind of uh, keep it a uh, diverse yeah. and interesting uh, not always uh, this uh, character in history that character in history is what happened or, but also some other topics too and, and topics that are suggested by listeners too this was actually was this, a, one suggested? Yeah, yeah. this was a listener suggested topic the, the question was can you or the request was can you talk about what it's like being an American Armenian, and this request, if I if I remember correctly, came from Britain. From, yes, from United Kingdom, uh, from our one of our listeners. That's right. We so should. thanks to the listener who sent this topic to, yes, to us. Thank you. I think he said, "I've never been to a United States. Can can you talk about what is it like or uh, being an American Armenian?" So this is the episode. This is the episode. We should, you know, and this is a good time to point out that. We appreciate our listeners all over the world, mm-hmm. you know, Australia, Armenia, Russia, Canada, Wisconsin. <laughs> remote, remote, remote parts of Canada. <laughs> remote, yes. What's, what's going to be interesting about today's talk, too, is we have, you and I are both American, Arme- Armenian Americans, but we have a different, we have different perspectives on it because... Mm-hmm. You emigrated to America from Armenia. Right. I was born in America to, you know, an Armenian dad. So Were I you have, born in Milwaukee or? I was born in Milwaukee. So, and, and my dad was born in, in Milwaukee. And my grandpa was born in Milwaukee. And my wow. great grandpa was born in Tomarza. Tomarza. Which is an Armenian village in the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so I've, I've been here a while. Wow. But what's you know what's kind of interesting is is thinking about this is even though I'm very American as you can tell from my beautiful American accent <laughs> there are still there's still parts of Armenian culture that I grew up with that are just part of the fabric of yeah. of uh, you know life in everyday right. things yeah and I think that's I remember uh, we had a conversation like this uh, some time ago. Uh, Jean, our, our kids, they were playing together. Uh-huh. We were at a coffee shop or someplace. It was Barnes & Noble, I believe. Or, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, there yeah. was a coffee shop. And we talked about, actually, this. Uh, what makes you, f- what kind of draws you towards the Armenian heritage, towards the Armenian culture, and, and even towards the uh, the Armenian church, too, being born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, how do you feel that connection? What is it makes you really connect to your uh, to your or uh, you know uh, being an american armenian 
Right. Yeah. So, uh, so when you, when uh, we ask uh, kids, you know, some, you know, Lucy and Johnny, we are American, but we are also we are Armenian American. <laughs> but what does it mean now to be an American American Armenian? What makes you? Yes. You know what means we know what means being American, right? Yes. Burger, basically burger and. <laughs> <laughs> well, food is a great food is a great place to start because one of the big American metaphors about our culture here is the great melting pot. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've met Canadians that say Americans have melting pot, Canadians have fruit salad, and I said <laughs> you're going to have to explain that. <laughs> but the explanation they say is in Canada is you have you everybody from all over the world, all these cultures come and they'll there be they're still in the pot together, mm-hmm. the bowl together, but they're not mixed they're they're still separate within their bowl. Mm. And everybody can keep their identity and everything. That's interesting. That's that's what this Canadian explained to me and he said, you know, in America it's a melting pot, so it's all mixed in. And I thought, well, yes, it is kind of mixed in. But so here, here's some examples. So I grew up in Milwaukee, grew up in a Midwestern part of the country. Now, we spoke English growing up. My mom is not Armenian. Mm-hmm. My grandparents would speak Armenian to tell secrets with each other. So <laughs> Secret language. I could hear the language around those kinds of things. But every, you know, we would have for Thanksgiving, we would have a turkey and we would have... Uh, rice pilaf and yalanchi sarma and cheese bud eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas, we would have manti. Actually, that was the birthday treat is if it was your birthday, my mom would make manti. Oh. The Armenian uh, dumplings with, yeah. me, with meat. I never knew what manti was before I came to the United States. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point because, you know, these are yalanchi sarma, manti. These are Western Armenian food mm-hmm. that are very Ottoman Armenian food. Mm-hmm. You know, um, latmanjun. We have latmanjun. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kinds of things. And it was just a food that I ate. And it, I never, it was never sort of like told, okay, this is now the Armenian part of the meal. We're having it. It was just, it was mixed in with our regular life. Mm-hmm. It was just something special that was to our family. Mm-hmm. You know, why is, why is a lot of this important? Why do I read so much Armenian history? What even drew us to start talking about New this, way. start the podcast, was family was important and the, our, our Armenian heritage was an important part of the family. Mm-hmm. So that that was the root yeah. of it. So your Armenianness was actually mixed in your in your daily life too. With yeah. Food, conversations, and uh, you know, for 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 me, I think we became. Uh, uh, it's different experience when you come to Armenia from Armenia, mm-hmm. and I think it's the opposite, right? You are trying to become more, learn more about your Armenian heritage, and you're trying to become learn learn more become more and more Armenian. Right. And I think somebody coming from me, we are trying to become more, more <laughs> learn more about what is this culture now? What, what are they doing? Basketball. <laughs> Baseball. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any um, Armenian that came from Armenia, I don't, I, I, I don't believe that uh, they know the rules of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> or they can watch baseball. Was that the one sport Armenians didn't invent? Was baseball? Uh, no, we left that to Georgians. You can't invent. <laughs> you can't claim credit for that. But uh, so it, it's, 
there is an, uh, the other, not the struggle, but journey of, uh, of uh, learning more about the, trying to connect with the culture. And, and, uh, and sometimes, I think for many families, sometimes that journey also, they, they bring their kids along that journey too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes kids... They, they they disconnect more from the Armenian heritage on that journey. They connect more to American or American. That's sometimes that's the trend that we see in uh, in in a new generation of immigrants mm-hmm. that that came here too. And I think there is difference mm-hmm. between these waves of immigrate immigration. Mm-hmm. So uh, survivors of genocide and their generation. They are trying to connect to something that was taken away, they lost. And after 1990s or even before that, Soviet Union, they willingly left Armenia. They willingly left where they were, it was, they were not forced, mm-hmm. right? They came here and sometimes they try to, uh, they try to uh, disconnect, they try to create a new life. Right. More more American sometimes, but then later they realize, oh, we went too too far, and our kids now they don't even speak Armenian to us anymore. Mm. You know what I'm, and and uh, and we see that happening in some parts of the country in California and some other areas too, even in New England, uh, when the when parents on that journey, sometimes uh, children they they may understand, but but. Uh, the ba- they may not speak the language. I don't know for various uh, various reasons. It is not as you know. The kids, the kids, they try to be like others too, mm-hmm. like others in their school, around them, in their surroundings, like their peers, and and they, and they don't be uh, labeled or uh, different, like oh. Or to Armenian, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you see the op- You sometimes you see the opposite too. And we have had examples in our community. Uh, I, I, I may not share, but people who are really strongly connected to their heritage. Right. It was more than part of their daily life. And mm-hmm. Founders and, but their kids, they were just tired of that too. Mm-hmm. It was just too much, and they abandoned that heritage altogether. Yeah. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. It you really you describes, you know, in in America, in Armenia, you just are Armenian. You grew, you were born there. You have a passport that says you're Armenian. You have a citizenship card that says mm-hmm. you're Armenian. You speak Armenian. You know, so much of it is just there. You know, in America. Everybody who's an Armenian American gets to define what that actually means for them. Right. You know, you get to choose what does it mean to be an Armenian American. Do, is it something you write on your census form? You mm-hmm. know, how you how you identify there. Your heritage. Is your yeah. heritage. Is it is it something? You know, do you support an Armenian cultural organization, church? Yeah. Do you start an Armenian dance troupe or start an Armenian you know backgammon league? You know, these are the kinds of things. Do you only go see movies starring Armenians? <laughs> or do you stay at the end of any movie and look for Armenians in the credit list? You know, yeah. these are all kinds of... And I think some of these things, you know, because in, our, in America, uh, you know, the 
we have a lot, uh, there's diversity and we have a lot of, we are a melting pot mm-hmm. of a lot of things. You know, I think maybe here more than some other places, you get to talk about, you know, you, you get to decide and have these things. Yeah. Although I do, th- one thing that I think is interesting is any Armenian, no matter how Armenian you feel or how much it's a part of your daily life or whether, you know, you're, you know, going to, you're planning on moving to Armenia, whatever it is, if you run into another Armenian anywhere in the world, you automatically have like a kinship. Mm-hmm. So I have two stories about this. One story was when I was in college, mm-hmm. at the university, I was in my dorm room mm-hmm. and across the hallway was a guy from Uruguay mm-hmm. and another Uruguayan comes and he says, Hey, he's visiting the guy across the hall and he says, Hey, are you Armenian? And I said, yeah. And he goes, so am I. Oh. My name's is Mirlian. And I said, well, my grandma just sent me some Latman Junes. Do you want one? He said, yeah, let's have some <laughs> Latman Junes. And so we, we had Latman June, And to this day, I'm still in touch with Pablo. Really? Yeah. What is his name? Pablo is Mirlian. Pablo is Mirlian. <laughs> is he still in Uruguay? Shout out to Pablo is Mirlian in Montevideo, Uruguay. Montevideo, Uruguay. So, you know, one, there was, a con- there was just a connection just from a name and a little bit of food. Another time we were in... Um, I think I told this story when we did the San Lazaro episode. We were on a boat in Venice mm-hmm. to go out to the island of San Lazaro. Uh-huh. And the, the captain of the boat goes, I just got off the phone. Padre says, no go, no trip. <laughs> and everybody stood up and yelled, but I'm Armenian. <laughs> and then they all looked at you, wait, you're Armenian. Everybody's all over the world. Armenians all over the world. Yeah. We didn't get to, nobody could convince the, their high to let us go to the yeah. island. But but you know that I think that becomes, you know that becomes a thing, a shorthand. Yeah. You know you you get to know somebody like oh you're Armenian. Well, we have something in common. Yeah, yeah. Know? And I think there is that. I was having conversation of a couple of days ago with a young man who uh, uh, who, who was brought here uh, uh, originally ethnically Armenian, raised by American parents, and. Uh, and never really connected with or anything Armenian, but but he's trying now to find out, you know, because if you're not connected, that part of you or your identity is always kind of calling you, and me, you're missing something. Mm-hmm. That you you may just put it away and forget it, but but always you're going to go back to it because being Armenian is part of your identity, the way you sometimes behave, your attitude, your your it's. it's it, it is that's why we have these uh, communities here. We have this connection here because there is a magnet. Uh, I always say within us. Yeah. You always draw kind of towards each other. We always try to find each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, church has uh, and, and not only because I'm being a priest, I say this, but church has an important uh, role to play and has a lot to do with that. To to bring everybody under one one roof and everybody comes together. That's. When you go to a new town, that's the first thing you Google. Yeah. If there is an Armenian, <laughs> Armenian church, you know, in a, in and, and almost uh, many many cities and many towns, they have they have uh, an Armenian church, and that's the place where we gather, where we it's like the heart of the the community. Uh, and and I and it's just you know that's we always try to find each other. You know, when somebody somebody finds someone new, especially uh-huh. in small communities like ours. Yeah. You know, they, they, oh, there is somebody new in the town. Some somebody, <laughs> somebody they just came yeah. and, and we try yeah. to uh, connect, 
and and invite and make that person feel connected to the to the to the community. And I think that that's great in a small communities like ours. That connection sometimes is stronger with with people and uh, stronger with uh, uh, church too. And uh, and I and we we celebrate mm-hmm. versus large larger communities like when we do festival here. We share our heritage and with others, mostly eighty percent or so now. But in larger communities, uh, you know, they live together. Yeah. They, there are a lot of Armenian restaurants. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. that, uh, you know, that longing for uh, for connection to Armenian heritage sometimes gets lost. Lost too. In uh, but but uh, there is that. Always we always try to find that last name. You know, that's an interesting point is America is so big and the communities, well, you know, there's, they vary greatly. So, you know, here in Minnesota, our community is, it's just, it's small compared mm-hmm. to a lot of other communities. I don't actually know how many Armenians there are, but it's, you know, it's not as big as the Milwaukee community. And the Milwaukee community is, is a little larger. Is yeah. larger. And it's larger, it's, it's la- mostly like the survivors of a couple of villages around Tomarza and Kayseri that all settled together in South Milwaukee and Racine. Um, You know, if you go further east, you go to New Jersey or Boston, there's enough Armenians where they have Armenian, you know, an Armenian school. Yeah. Yeah. They have multiple churches. Detroit, they have Armenian school, large Armenian school. Detroit. You go to California and there's... Millions of Armenians, literally millions yeah. of Armenians. Yeah, and I don't know what it's like to grow up in communities like that, where there's a lot of Armenians around. For me, it was more of we were few and far between. Yeah, um, and so it wasn't. It actually wasn't possible for me to only have Armenian friends. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was rare for me to have Armenian friends. Yeah, our Armenian yeah. friends were the children of my parents' friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it like having non-Armenian? I mean, you 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 never or did you have any Armenian friends growing? Did you have anybody that uh, in your when you're growing up, another other children or? There was there was another family um, uh, uh, that there's another family that was friends of my dad. They were met through my dad, friends of my dad, and. Uh, their kids were our age, and so we would hang out with them. Hmm. And we actually ended up going to, at the church in, in South Milwaukee, they had an Armenian school, hmm. so I could learn how to read and write. Now, I can't really read and write, but I went for a couple of years. You, you, you do, you, you're all right. Okay, <laughs> okay. So it was me and my sisters, and then this other family, and then the priest's two children. And that was it. There was eight of us in an really? Armenian school. And we would do the alphabet and read the lessons. And then every, at the end of the you know month or two months, we would put on a performance. We'd recite poetry, memorize really? poetry. Yeah. That's beautiful. But that's a, that's a, you know, you know, I hear about people who go to Hebrew school or, you know, people who go to that, 
that have a you know a, a strong immigrant community where they're going to learn the language so that you know the the family's like well you need to learn Thai or whatever language it yeah. is because we want to keep this it, you know it felt it felt like that I didn't have casual f- friends who are Armenian just because the, there weren't yeah. there wasn't anybody yeah. Although I do have a good story about this. Okay, I have an I have another story. I'll tell later. Tell later. Too. Okay, my grandpa once told me, you know, we you're in the immigrant, you know, kind of minded community, and my grandpa once told me, you'll never marry your sixth cousin because you'll know her. <laughs> and I thought my sixth cousin? I'll oh, know. This is this is heaven. So. So one day in high school, I get a phone call from him, and he said, "Well, I was just at the picnic in Racine, and you know <laughs> so and so at your high school." And I said, "Yeah, you know, he doesn't have an Armenian last name." He goes, "Well, his grandma was your great grandmother's second cousin, yeah, so <laughs> which makes him your sixth, whatever it was. He figured it out. It he was my sixth cousin. <laughs> I went to high school with him. Wow. So Grandpa was right about that. Your grandpa was a." Uh... Yeah, it's it's interesting. When our kids they come, they come home and where they have a, they they try to share part of their uh, heritage with, uh, or just uh, who they are or what what it means to be. Our our daughter, the youngest, she's a, these American kids. They don't know how to pronounce Barcelia. <laughs> <laughs> She said, we have to send them to school to learn how to say <laughs> Bazarian. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. That's true. You know, as much as America is, you know, a, a land of all kinds of cultures and last yeah. names, I could tell if a teacher had, like, asked about me, because the first day of school, if they could pronounce my last name, I knew, oh, you must have asked somebody. You must have looked it up or yeah. talked about it. Yeah. But it's interesting, though, that face sometimes when... And they, oh, where are you from? And yeah. when you say Armenia, and and they have no idea what you're talking about, but they they kind of show interest. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> there oh. is, oh, Bulgaria, oh. a coffee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like? I, I, yeah, Romania. Or I, I was at a. Let me tell you this story. Then I was, I went to this uh, restaurant in Minneapolis, and and uh, it's a Middle Eastern restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who was serving, he was uh, Serbian, I believe. Serbian. He's like, where are you from? I said, uh, Armenia. He said, oh, where is that? It's surprising that they don't even, I mean. I said, well, it's uh, south of Russia and uh, Georgia, uh, uh, Iran. And then I, I also uh, Azerbaijan and Turkey, the other side. Oh, he said, you look like Turkish. (laughs) We really have no idea who Armenians are. You you make a comparison like like that. You have... Well, there, there is that part of the, uh, you know, uh, um, story too when um, uh, you meeting Turkish people here in the United States, mm-hmm. sometimes to react. I, I mostly I met most of the time when they are, they they understand what happened and they mm-hmm. try to uh, 
but also sometimes you meet people who try to, uh, uh, you know, it was a war and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But always you have that mixed feeling when you meet yeah. a Turkish person <laughs> in the United States. Well, what's, what I always, you know, you, you're going to ask me what it means to me this episode. I always found the Armenian heritage as actually a way to remind myself that America isn't the only country in the world. Yeah. That, you know, even though I grew up here, I love this place, I love my country, that there is another, there's a whole other world outside of it. Right. And, and it was a way to start to learn that at a really early age, how big yeah. the world was. Yeah. Um, but what about for you? Yeah, I mean, but I think you, when you make that uh, reference to a, a difference between Canadian... Uh, the fruit salad, uh, fruit and, the salad and melting pot. Melting pot, you make a soup, but the flavors are still there. Yes. So um, American melting pot, it doesn't mean that it's just you melt. It's melting pot, it's just one flavor. But there is always, you know, there is always there all these flavors, all these communities and heritages. There are Jewish, Greek, Armenian, Persian, all kinds of, uh, you know, and we see that celebrated in this country. Yeah. And that's what I, I like. And, and for me, I think uh, we became citizens a few years ago. And I truly, uh, and I am I'm really uh, uh, committed to this country too. Uh, and, and when one of the questions in questionnaires, would you be willing to give your life defending this country or something like that? And I put yes. <laughs> I'll be not, not because it was just I had to, but, but I do, I, I, I have, I have a great sense of gratitude to this country mm. for everything that United States has done, American, mostly American people, both for Armenians and you know others, but to the world. Yeah, and I think it's a great, uh, great culture, uh, culture of giving, culture of helping, uh, and when people outside of United States, they have certain perspective of United, but I think it's completely different when you are in United States, and and uh, and, and it is. It, I think being here in United States help me understand more the value and appreciate more my Armenian heritage too. Interesting. In connection, because when you're born in one place, everybody's the same. You don't think about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't think about that. But but when you are in different place and, and then you have to think about that differently, you have to have more appreciation. And, and I would never think when I was growing up, one day I will do a podcast about Armenian <laughs> history in English. <laughs> but, you know, we, we always try to, we have obligation, mm -hmm. and I have as well, and, and you have to try to uh, support our heritage and our communities, uh, but also educate others about, uh, about who we are too and our identity. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that about being here and, you know, how how you feel more Armenian. One place I've been, whenever you're an American and you travel overseas, it's very obvious how Ameri that you're an American, how American you are. But when I went to Armenia, I felt both completely American and completely, completely Armenian, Armenian yeah. at the same time. And I looked around and the women looked like my sisters and my Everybody. grandma and my great aunts. <laughs> And the men talk like my grandpa and my great uncles. And, it, you know, there was so much about it that was the little things, you know, that was in the family growing up that was like, well, this is, this is comes from our, our, you know, Armenian roots. And I went there and to see it and to be like, wow. This is, yeah, this yeah, is that's the, an interesting, 
interesting phenomenon, isn't it? When you never, when you were not born, and be, but I have, I on the other hand, those of us who emigrated here from Armenia, there's two sides, and there's this dilemma that we have: we are kind of orphans, mm. you know. Since I emigrated from Armenia, I left Armenia, and I live here now. And I'll always be, this will always be a culture that I'll be on this uh, lifelong journey of learning about this culture. Mm-hmm. And I'll always try to be really part of that culture, but it'll always be a journey, an education for me. And I'll never fully integrate into, into this culture. Or maybe, I don't know. Uh, but my kids, they were, they were raised, and it's for them it's different. And there are a lot of aspects of this culture, you know, movies that you grew up with, stories that you... I, I, I never had that, so I'm missing that part. And when I go back to Armenia, although it was my home, that's where I'm, I'm viewed as somebody who came from the United States. I'm not, I'm not one of them anymore. Uh, so we are kind of trapped in between. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, we are kind of orphans, but also we have... Uh, two full parents too we have the United States as our as our home and we have Armenia as our home as well and we can be fully connected to both although there is that aspect to you now you'll be a uh, uh, now, you know, diasporan Armenian mm-hmm. for Armenia and here you'll be a kind of emigrant that is on a journey of learning learning so we have you're in between these two homes Although they say wherever your couch and TV is, that's for you. Your <laughs> home, home is too. So <laughs> my couch and TV is here. That's that's my home, uh, home is. Uh, well, what else would you like to? Uh, what, what else makes you? I don't you, know. It's, that's, it's, that's, it's interesting thoughts, right? Interesting uh, things about. Uh, yeah, I think it's that's. Uh, I don't know what else to add because I think that's really beautiful what you said about it. And to hear you talk about it. I don't know if we've ever actually talked about it like this before. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Well, we're learning uh, more about, of course, through this episode about our heritage history, but also about each other. That's true. About each other, too. I feel like, we should, I feel like we should watch a baseball game now. We should go to a baseball game. We should go well, to a baseball Well, game. my son started playing baseball. That helped me understand a little, little more. But then... When you're with uh, someone else, you used to be a coach, and there are so many things when you're talking about. I even don't understand the term. <laughs> term you know? What? When they have a hand like that? What? That counts as a... And then try to explain American Armenians what soccer is, football. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. That's, that's a difficult thing. Goodness, yeah. 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 Well, you know, your last name, Barsakian. Yeah. You share it with one of the great... American football coaches, Ada Parsegian. Parsegian, yeah. Who coached for Notre Dame. He might be my sixth cousin. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And please continue sending us some uh, topics you'd yes. like us to talk about and cover. And I think uh, it, it turned out to be these different course topic and episode but i think interesting and we hope you enjoyed it yes thanks peter (laughs) yes thank you for listening thank you
listening. Please like and subscribe.